Hey, Spitwatch, this next episode is probably in our top 50 best episodes. Oh, Top most 75 certainly. episodes certainly. we've ever done. Uh, it could be as high as number one overall. I, I don't know. The, it is. I will. I can speak to that. It, it is hasn't in that, happened it yet. It is in that range. <laughs> Wait, we de- we haven't had a number one? Oh, no. The show that we're oh, about to do. Oh. It's about to happen, Mike. Okay. Now, hold on a second. Before we jump into that, I want to remind you, you can support the show if you enjoy it, if you're on your long journey through all the episodes and you want to say, hey, I love this. I want more. And I don't want any ads. And I want to listen to shows ahead of everybody else. It's my show and I want it now. <laughs> you can support the show by going to jointhespit.com and becoming an official Spitwad. Head over there right now. What happens when three buffoons give life advice, explore unrealistic situations, and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve? It's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason. Oh no, hey ho, wee wee, badingity, ouch! Okay, all right. Badingity, ouch. I I, I get it, I totally get it, but I'm going to be honest... The only thing I heard was wee-wee. That's it. <laughs> that was it. I mean, you had a wee-wee in there, yeah. and my child brain could... Uh, did you go all the way home, or did you go into a urine <laughs> joke? Uh, I, I went to a urine joke. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> welcome into the Spitballers. We're back again. We are. And if you think we've run out of material, you can tell from that scat, no way, no how. I mean, that was original. When in doubt, hit him with a badingy. And a wee-wee. <laughs> We've got Would You Rather? That's a great question. And we are drafting daredevil activities, adrenaline junkie type of things. Uh, what are the best ones? I, I don't know if I would classify any of the three of us as adrenaline junkies. No. Yeah, certainly not. I mean, when I look at this list, I'm like, I'm looking at this list. And when I'm seeing all the different things that uh, psychopaths do, right? Um, I'm not looking at them, any of them as like, this is what I want to do. Oh, really? This- I, my list is going to be stuff that I wish that I, I had the intestinal fortitude to do. Yeah. I mean, I know who I am. So <laughs> I, l- I look at this list and I go, that's, that's for crazy people. That's a there good are, one. There are things that I, if you took away my responsibilities as a father, I sure. would immediately do. There are a handful of those. I've even said, like, I think I would like being a motorcycle guy. Like, I think I would Ooh. enjoy riding a motorcycle. But I will never do that because that is a license to die. Mm. So, yes. I mean, I, Look, I have a family. Looking at my list, there are three things that I would actively want to do, and the rest are all okay. too much for this guy. Yeah, well, that that makes sense. None of us are actively doing adrenaline jumping things, but um, this will be a very fun draft. There are a lot of things out there that um, sound pretty exciting if you have the intestinal fortitude. All right, let's do some Would You Rather. Would You Rather. All righty. Blake from Patreon. Would you rather live right next to a huge arena or the airport? So huge arena implications, crowds, constant, unending crowds, noise, um, traffic. You're not going to you're not going to get out of where you live. Okay. I I went immediately. I went right to the noise and I was like, yeah, well, which like arena? I know you can kind of hear the music on the outside, but not too bad. Meanwhile, the airport is going to be a disaster yes. of the, of just jets nonstop. But you're right, Andy. Like, if you lived out by a huge arena, there will always always be huge events, which means huge crowds all the time. Traffic, traffic oh. is the number one oh. problem here because when you have a huge arena event, and it's not every night. You know, you might have most s- nights. You but you might have some nights off. But when there is something going on in that arena, just making it home. Just oh, you can't. You, you sh- can't. You right. You can't get through the tr- that area is exclusively for people coming and going from the arena. If you live there, I'm so sorry. You may not participate in your home. People we- <laughs> looking at my calendar, 
because <laughs> I'll have all the arena events in my calendar. Like, whoa, Mike, well, you can go to a lot of shows. And you're like, no, that that means do not leave my house. Now, I I thought it would be really neat to live directly next door to like, yeah, you know, just me, like the baseball stadium, because I could walk to games and walk home. So if you're a fan of that specific sport, right. I'd be in. But I even thought about this this past Christmas. There's a neighborhood in uh, Sun City Grand that is just everybody lights it up. It's just it, it's a on-demand attraction, a full neighborhood, and we go and there's cars. I mean, you can't get into it. People are walking it. And I, I couldn't help but thinking the entire time, how do these people leave their home or go, go right. to their house? It would take them 30 minutes to get from the entrance of the neighborhood to their driveway, and God forbid they want to leave again and need to go to this store. Yeah, you, th- you think you want to live on the street that has like... Where it's happening. The happening house. Like th- There's two or three of them, and these are the houses that get written up in the papers of everyone goes out to the voyage to to, Chris, to sightsee and see the Christmas lights. That sounds like a, a tragedy of a neighborhood. Agreed. Now, yeah. I, I still can see a lot of benefits, though, to being by the stadium. Andy, you brought up like season tickets for a, a sporting event. You just walk across the street and come back, especially something stupid like baseball that has like 700 right. games. <laughs> Um, you'd, you'd need to be close to the, to the arena to take advantage of that. Or, or you want to be able to Airbnb your place. Oh, I'm right by the big event uh, location. I can make money parking lot. You park right in my front yard, uh, $20 a night. There are some advantages to being there. I can't think of other than like getting to the airport early. I cannot think of any possible redeemable quality of being near not only the noise and the hustle and the bustle, but like that's there's got to be some level of danger being right next to an airport ah, too, right? Fine. Well, now that we, I mean we've read the story where they they drop the refuse on people's houses, or, <laughs> so the the planes could yeah. be doing that. I I only tried to paint the bad picture of the arena on purpose because there the picture of being near the airport is a disaster. Yeah. I mean we that is. We live in a neighborhood, uh, all three of us, where yes. where there's a uh, an Air Force base that's is 50 miles away, and the pl- the, the air jet. Now maybe it's different with uh, commercial airliners versus you know F-16s flying over your head every once in a while. But it seems like twice a month they decide we're gonna do. Oh yeah, it's called the bedtime ride. It's called night and, training, my friend. <laughs> and and it's when everybody is nestled in their beds, they're going to try to blow the roofs off of every house. And it just, so then your windows yeah, are shaking, and you're like, by. "We're under attack!" Oh and no, you can't just... sleep. You can't sleep through that. You can. Oh up. yes, I can, brother. Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't even know we lived near an Air Force <laughs> base until I I was out in my pool at night, and I was like, "Oh, that's very loud." Okay, no, so I'm you asleep, can live by no the problem. airport. I can live by a train. I can live by an airport. So long oh, as I'm gosh. asleep, you you know, I'm I'm good. I do not understand these jets, though. Uh, I will say one of the benefits, like when you hear them coming and you're outside, it's pretty cool to see the the jets going overhead. Yeah, they're they're so fast. But I don't understand is like I mean, look, not a not a fighter pilot. They all look the same. Like they're all just you know these are military jets. Every once in a while you'll see the giant plane, but the jets, and they all look like they're all at the same height. And yet, the difference in noise from jet to jet is like a hundred decibels. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'll it'll just be a light rumbling, and you'll look up and they're very low. Sometimes you'll look up and they're very high, and it's you feel like your house is going to fall down to the ground. You have any idea what's going yeah, on? That's there? that's engine trouble. That's uh, <laughs> that they're gonna need to fine tune. That's really how they find out that they're having problem with their military equipment. Is do, do any? T- they take a flight and they go. That was too loud. Do put any, in the loud engines. That's because do any of the fighter jet pilots do the thing with like the uh, the dumb teenagers with their car? And yes, I, I'm not. Oh, afraid the to muffler. Say it, the where muffler. they're like, my car is the loudest car on the road, and that makes it the best. I've never understood this thinking, even when I was a dumb teenager. But oh, are so there, they, the pilots get out with the big metal chains tied yeah. to their big old uh, jeans. Like, do do any fighter pilots do that? They're like, have you heard my plane? It's the loudest plane in the in the Air Force. I put on this aftermarket <laughs> exhaust on my jet. Check this out. You know, this thing cost me three mil. You wait, wouldn't you think that the part of uh, being a fighter pilot and being in a uh, 
a jet is some stealth. I mean, aren't we supposed to have stealth planes? Like, yes. I don't want to know that I live near one. How did you know I was coming? <laughs> I guess um, I'm going to... Heard you 30 minutes ago. I guess I'm going to live... I have to live near the arena. There's some There's some redeeming qualities and there's no jets. Yeah, for sure. This, yes. is, this is a layup. No one... And I apologize if you live near an airport. In yeah. the sentence. I just apologize. <laughs> I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> uh, Marshall from the website. Would you rather be a high school teacher... <laughs> Or this question, or a clown? <laughs> oh, that's a good question, Marshall. <laughs> Would you rather be a high school teacher? Can I or a clown? So I um. Oh man! From time to time, especially when uh, there are uh, quarantine universes where we live in, and sometimes we're at home and have nothing to do. I I browse the old um, Ask Reddit thread. Okay, not that oh. I prescribe that to the world, but right. Uh, and people ask questions of all sorts. And, and this ties in here where one of the questions they asked was, what was something you did as an immature high school student oh to a gosh. teacher oh, that you no. regret? And so there were stories and they're upvoted and that, you know, and some of the things that that these half adults <laughs> did to these teachers, including some... They would locking them into closets what? in the middle of class. Psychopaths. And then these teachers are stuck there until the next class where they come out crying. Oh, my gosh. That that's. Yeah, I because people I don't think do that's not, the norm, though. No, right? it's well, that's not the norm, but they for, ain't treated well. They're not treated well. Yeah. For the like for the entire population, that is definitely not the norm, but. I mean, you know, you knew some of those kids when you were in high school. You're like, like because it only takes one or two of them, mm-hmm. and then something like that class is ruined because you have that one kid in your class. Yeah, but but being a clown, <laughs> this is a, this is another one of those airport <laughs> questions where it's like, let's try to talk about what's Dude, bad about being a teacher. You'll be an you'll be a elite juggler. People like mm-hmm. some people like the clowns. They want to go see the clowns. Some people do. I think that the do over, people like clowns? Uh, over time. I think that we've definitely we're on the the downslide of people liking but clowns. It's a bear market for clowns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like honest question. Who honest question? Well, who for, likes who likes clowns? If you're over five years old, who likes well, clowns? I mean, not many people, but that's a, a big demographic there. It's, a, it's like it's saying a who likes diapers, Jason. I mean, there's still a lot of a lot of capitalism to okay, be had there. I, I was giving a benefit of the doubt that they're all under five. I do not think everyone under five uh, likes clowns, okay? They, they all need diapers, but I don't think that just because you're under five, I think two-year-olds can look at a, a man dressed like a clown and say, I'm afraid, daddy. That's to say, bear market for funny clowns, but bull market for scary clowns. Like, oh, that's okay. very happening. Is, I think to under five... Under five, I think it's almost a hundred percent hit rate on liking clowns. Because think about it. They haven't been introduced to scary clowns. Right. And it's just a silly nose and big shoes. And who's that that's just funny. But when what's like the last who's the last big clown that made it? <laughs> Other uh, than only, Bozo. Bozo's the big yeah, one. Bozo I mean. the clown like is that a real clown? Because I, I know that name. Like Bozo the yes, Clown. Yes, there was a Bozo the Clown show. Oh, that was that, real. Yes, it was a not only was it a real show. But they had a game where uh, there were like uh, buckets in front of you, and you had to throw ping pong balls into them, and then that turned into a ticket game at your local pizza party. Oh my gosh! I just googled Krusty. Bozo the Krusty. Clown. Krusty the Clown. Bozo Please. the Clown is flipping terrifying. He's got I, the uh, uh, the ball down the middle, and then the two the giant two, triangles. Yeah, with the piece. eyebrows that are. Oh, I don't remember his eyebrows. Oh man, All the right, eyebrows are the in. problem. The uh, this clown. Is has some skeletons in the closet, man. Clowns, clowns seem no, like actual, the, actual real skeletons. Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm, this is not a metaphor. I'm saying he has skeletons in his closet. Police, please go look at the closet. Oh, my gosh. Clowns do feel like the entertainment version of Jax as the game. Like, this is what people were more entertained. Like, back then, you weren't flipping on uh, the TV or anything like that. So it's like, okay, somebody paint your face and dance around. All right, that's funny, right? I mean, so I don't think it's... Oh, my goodness. 
to be one though. That's that's got it. people laughing at you. They enjoy your presence, right? I want you to guess when was when did Bozo the Clown stop? Like when when were they done doing the show? I'm guessing the fifties. Seventeen twenty eight. Now, I, I, honest answer, I would. I, I'm guessing nineteen seventy. The final taping, a ninety minute, and this is just Google. This is just the quick Google. Final taping, a ninety minute primetime special titled Bozo: Forty Years of Fun, was taped on June twelfth. 2001 what what i mean bozo the clown was still around when we were graduating there had to have been multiple bozos that that wore that clown like a gallagher situation that like the the brother bought the act can i can i ask a question sure is is there a child out there named bozo for sure that's a lot of a lot of bad parents okay (laughs) I mean, so a lot of your, bad parents, your one of them here? has to name their child. Uh, there's no way I'm being a clown. I can't find one redeemable quality of dress. The, the only good thing about wearing a clown is that the clown makeup can hide who you are. Right. Because you don't want people knowing you're a clown. Um, there are so many good things about high school teachers. I think there was a minute where I wanted to be a high school teacher. Um, no, I would never be a clown. All right. we I've I've dug deeper. No, oh, thank boy. you. Thank there were you. definitely multiple Bozo the Clowns, uh, and now the like the pre- Spider Man's. Yes, yes. There, there was a multiverse with many Bozo the Clowns where they could all unite together. Uh, but now the 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 proud owner of the rights to Bozo the Clown is in fact David Arquette. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wait a minute! What? Wait a minute! That this is the actor from uh, Scream? Yes. Okay, so he he owns was, the rights to Bozo the Clown. According according to the Bozo Wikipedia, he purchased Bozo the Clown, the the character from Larry Harmon Pictures in 2021 for twelve dollars and thirty nine cents. It does not say. Is he waiting to roll out a feature film? I don't know. Now, wow, what? I'm I'm gonna vote for the high school teacher too. I wanted to be a teacher once. I don't know how bad it is now. I know you don't get paid and you get made fun of. Yeah, and you do. It, it's hard because we, I think we had, um, you know, we had teachers we liked and maybe we think we'll be that teacher to people. Yeah. Every once in a while you will have, make a connection with a student and you'll know that you have changed their life drastically for the better. It will yeah, happen. That's true. That's redeemable. But you could, can't you do that as a clown? Like inspire the no, next generation no, of, <laughs> okay, of, this of is, this humorous. Inspire fear. This is real. David Arquette really definitely bought the rights to Bozo. <laughs> yeah. he, he said he fell in love with Bozo the Clown. And, and this is a quote. Here we go. <laughs> quote, there's a lot of rebuilding we need to do for the love of clowns in general, <laughs> says Arquette. <laughs> well, you got that one right. You better get to work. Hope you're blue collar because you got a lot of work to do rebuilding the love of clowns. Let in it general. die, man. Yeah. Let it die. It doesn't oh, need to man. be back. Oh, oh like uh, VHS tapes is also out there. Oh, <laughs> saying yeah, we we got to rebuild. I hope this whole thing. I genuinely hope that this whole David Arquette buying Bozo. This is fresh. This is 2021. I really, really hope that this whole, you know, he's painting big Bozo the Clown pictures in Brooklyn and uh, trying to rebrand clowns. They are coming out with a Scream 5, and I hope that he just bought the rights to just make him into a monster in that movie. Oh. And that this is all a game because, David, you own- know the truth. Clowns are creepy. Do, we- does, he own- does he own Blockbuster? <laughs> I don't know. But we have... We have another Bozo factoid here, fellas. Oh, let's have it. We've got to move on from Bozo. Never! Uh, One of the performers that was Bozo the Clown for three years was, in fact, Willard Scott. (laughs) Really? Remember the the weather guy? I love Willard Scott. From the Today Show. Yeah, apparently Uh, he was uh, Bozo the Clown at one point. All right. All right. We are moving on from Bozo. I can't let this go on. We'll come back later. Yeah, we will have a. We'll have a featured special episode, Bozo only. Um, the Bozo are you, fact of the day. So Erica from Twitter has a would you rather question for us. Would you rather have no one come to your wedding or no one come to your funeral? Mm, wow, now, this deep. one seems like a layup in the sense that you don't know who's at your funeral because you're dead. But here's the thing. Not if I make everyone RSVP before I go. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. No, I've, have they done that? And you're paying attention? I'm going like, to. You like better promise in, me. Well, you've got to get these cards out now then, yes. right? Because you don't know when it's happening. I mean, you just want to know if we'll be there. I'm thinking hospice has a little add-on or something where you can go 
send out the cards and get the RSVPs. And, and it, you better let me know. Premium What's, seating? Can, it, or, can you get premium seats? Ooh. Oh, pay for the front row. Son, if ooh. you're not, if you're not there, I will be back. Dude, assign seating at funerals. <laughs> That's Cas- the ticket. Ooh, I want casket side. <laughs> Um, <laughs> how big time are you? Yeah, we'll see. Assigned seating. That's the that's the the point though. Is it's not just a matter of oh, I won't know that nobody was at my funeral. If nobody is at your funeral, did it ever happen? I'm worried about what <laughs> are happened. You, are you still alive? <laughs> I'm worried about what happened before your death. If okay. nobody comes to your funeral, that means one of it's probably COVID's real busy right now. Two things, like one of two things. You're either a monster. Right, like the, could be those are you know bad bad people are those who don't have someone show up to their funeral or you knew nobody you had nobody nobody right. loved you you some random person dies nobody even knows you died so in saying that nobody shows up to my funeral that means before I get to my funeral I have a bad way I have a bad life or uh, something has gone wrong sure like now, no one showed up to your wedding. Well, now, does that mean that my bride also did not? No, no one no, showed no, up to my there. wedding. Okay, and the, the, the mandatory people are at the wedding. That's, I mean, people elope. There, yeah, there's they worse do. things yeah, in the people world. People choose and, this, and like, I don't know if this happened for you guys, but it it certainly happened uh, for me, where the list, the invite list, just kept growing and growing, and these were all people that. I didn't want to invite. Mm. It was like the politics of the wedding where, well, that no, your your father has these friends or or these extended family. They'd members, all be offended if you didn't go. And we have to invite them all. And I'm like, I don't I don't know those people. I don't of- care if they're at my wedding and yet I have to pay for every single one of them to show up. The amount of tables at my wedding that I did not know. And and part of it, of <laughs> course, is like I have not met my wife's entire family by the time we got right. married. So she might know people and I might know people that the other doesn't. But there were multiple tables that I don't think either my wife or I knew. Um, I, I will say this. There, there's a trap, too. You invite a lot of people to your wedding, right? Mm-hmm. And then 10, 15 years later, certain family wants to get together and you're like, I don't know these people. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, someone says to you, oh, no, they were at your wedding. Oh, and that's no. a free... That's a free pass to a hangout. If they were at your wedding, they get a what? They get a coupon for a hangout. Well, way not later only, on, not only do they get the free coupon, but now you are a jerk because you don't remember them, and they were at your wedding. Oh, yeah, they, they remember you. Stop this madness. Stop it. We we need to get these social politic games out of weddings. I think you're wrong there, Mike. Why is that? Because I think the average wedding gift is fifty dollars. So, oh. well, what is the average cost per plate? Ten bucks. No, it is not. Thirty bucks. Who cares? It's a net win. If the average <laughs> gift is fifty dollars, I'm not spending fifty dollars per plate at my wedding. I'm not having this thing at the Ritz Carlton. What I if you did a? What expensive. if you did a little bait and switch? Like you invite people to the wedding, and then it's a surprise funeral. Oh, <laughs> that would that, that'd be a real turn of events. Yeah. Thank you all for attending. <laughs> um, I no, I can't stop thinking about assigned seating for the funeral <laughs> and doing i want to do my funeral at richard rogers theater in new york on broadway i want to sell mezzanine tickets okay um, that's premium that, that's give prime some seats give some premium tickets out oh, uh, oh hold on hold on jason just found something out what in the world this better not be bozo the clown <laughs> <laughs> listen to this bozo fact no 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 is this a price per plate this is a price per plate i told you the average Expect to spend an average of $4,075 for a wedding of 66 guests, $62 I a told you. plate. I am now down 12 bucks per present. Wait, that's just the price of the wedding, though. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter, right? That's that's still the same, whatever it's costing you. So you're, you're, call, you're saying every attendee, you just look at them as a per plate cost all exactly. in. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. They're just a number to me. Right. Um, just, I don't know them, but I mean, your wedding—it costs photography and stuff like that. That's why I was. I think sure, that but. that number did not. In, I think that was just food. Oh man, I'll I'll keep diving. Sixty to a plate. I would. I, on average, I bet you a hundred a plate on high yeah. end weddings. F- 40, 50 bucks on low end. 30, 40 bucks on low end. So that makes sense. No, which that is, is that is just food and drink. Which that is, is yeah. also that's another thing for me is what it, what are these wedding meals that we keep serving where it's like the fanciest of the fancy where it's like 
gets to a point where this is food that I would I would I don't even want to eat this. Can we feed you based ever heard on of a taco bar? Yeah, hook it up. Who doesn't like a taco bar? <laughs> no, people actually want that food more often. We did catering style at our wedding. We had this stuff set out. We didn't do per plate service. They went up and you filled your plate. Yeah, but what kind of food was it? I don't remember. Do you have like the roast beef? I think it was and barbecue. The, and the th- oh, good. See, yeah, good for you. See, I, th- we, I, I, don't had, e- I had cheeseburgers and such. It's a long time ago. Now, can we give the plates based on how important the people are to you? Because then, should. if you came to the wedding, you know, you didn't really want them there. They just get like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah, and then they'll show your ticket. Show your yeah. ticket, please. Or, or hear me out. <laughs> Maybe it's a weight per present situation Ooh. where you put your present on the scale and then you get your grade of, of you know, it meal. It spits out your food like a yeah. vending machine? Or at least a ticket to go claim yeah. your food and what table you're at. You're going to get poor seating. Ooh. Now, the only issue I have with this, uh, you know, I'm just spitballing here um, as we are known to do. The only issue I have is that the presents I really want are just money and that's, now, wait- un- that's not going to weigh a lot. So I'm oh, gonna. True. Someone yeah. gives me a thousand dollars in cash. They're still getting charge, a bad printout here. Can you just charge admission to your wedding? Who's gonna not do oh. that? I mean, they they have to come. Interesting. Actually, that is genius. And it weeds out the people it, you don't want to be there. Absolutely, it's like a cover charge. I would pay to go to someone's wedding that I think is very important. If they said, if if I had a really close friend to me, and they said, it's. Hey, we're we're charging. Well, they uh, do that. It's called a destination wedding. Sure, exactly a destination Ooh, that's wedding the key. or or a, a a cover charge wedding. Um, Please I would come be to my wedding. To one sixty nine for a ticket in for someone that matters, and I would not be willing to pay my way in for someone that didn't matter. This mm. is the solution. What Admi- was the question? Tra- <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you rather have no one come to your wedding or funeral? Which I'm going to say, I'd rather have nobody come to my wedding. Because the most important person at the wedding is going to be the bride, not the people there. Whereas the funeral, a time to reflect. I'll the thought know. of no one being there would be... I know you'd never know. That's true. So are you taking the funeral? Uh, I mean, both are great. That's kind of like <laughs> saying no legacy, right? Like, yeah, 100%. you don't know your legacy, but you'd like to think now that you might have one. I want... Like impact on somebody. I want 10,000 people at my funeral. That's what right. is like the goal. Well, the whole so, Truman Show audience will be there. Oh, I mean, they won't be able to fit. Well, they're, they're paid to be there, though. <laughs> That's fine. That is 100% fine by me. Jason uh, yeah, pre-buys so will, a studio audience <laughs> for it. I will, I will take the nobody at my wedding and a packed house at the uh, funeral. Goodness. Wow. Okay. Final uh, answer, Mike? I don't think we... The, the final answer of the two, both very solid options, I will go... Uh, no one at the funeral because like I want my close friends and family at the wedding. Okay. All right, let's uh let's move on. Spitwads, we want to thank Helix Sleep for supporting the show because we like sleep a lot. I like my sleep. I don't like disrupted sleep. I don't like uncomfortable sleep. I don't like waking up and it, uh, I'm bent into a pretzel and I feel like I slept on a piece of concrete uh, with a concrete pillow. Because a lot of mattresses, look, the older I get, the more I even notice how bad some mattresses can be. And that's why we at Spitballers love Helix Sleep. Because you take this little quiz, it's two minutes, it matches your body type and your sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. And it kind of makes sense, right? Some people are tall or short or big or small or whatever the case may be. Maybe you sleep on your side, maybe you sleep on your back. Different mattresses match different people. So you want a perfect mattress for you. And that's what Helix does. You've got all the different types of people and all the different types of mattresses. You go to helixsleep.com slash ballers. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix is offering up to $200 off a mattress uh, and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash ballers. That's helixsleep.com slash ballers for up to $200 off and two free pillows. That's a great question. All right. Dalton from Twitter. When does a puppy become a dog? Mm. One of our most famous questions on this show is we we sort through dilemmas like this. The, yes. the, the transition from puppy to dog. When does a boy become a man? 
Whoa. These, these age-old questions of when a so that's that's a little different because like does a does a puppy ever become a dog? Because I call my dogs, I'm like, I, I call them a puppy forever. Well, that's stupid. Like to their face. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I you know I call them barf bags. And I don't. They don't well, know. Yeah, what Yeah, because you're, you're very mean to your animals. I'm. I love my animals, but they don't speak English. You so love I your do. animal. I love my youngest puppy the most. That is correct. <laughs> Pepper, Pepper has my heart. Wait, and the it other used two- to be. It used to be Sugar had your heart. Oh, they got they replaced. I mean, the new, <laughs> newer model, Andy. We got in a beautiful, wonderful little puppy who can snuggle right up on my neck. Why would I want these big, heavy dogs? I mean, I I still love them. I just don't want to have them anymore. <laughs> The, the small dog so, crowd so is one. So can the small dog ever become a, a dog, or is it going to be a puppy forever because it's so small? It will become a dog. I know some elderly small dogs that you could never call a puppy. Um, and I, But I do think size matters. Size factors in here. A, a, no. large, a large dog, uh-huh. a large dog stays a puppy longer because it's about behavior and... You see their behavior, right. like puppy behavior, is amplified in large dogs. So to it's me, time for me, it, it's two years. Two years two for a years. big dog. Two, two years, years is the just my time limit in general. Okay. Two years from birth. Yeah, it's a year and a half for small puppies, though, Andy. You don't, mm. you didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. Year, I'm a sorry. year and a half. From I'm not now trusting like Mr. A- Barfbag over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mike, what do you think? I I think I agree with that. Where two years seems the mark where you feel like. Well, this this dog should be old enough to not do terrible things, but they're just but then they're dogs. They're there's always a little bit of puppy in there. Just like I'm I'm nearly forty years old. Fit like if you go if you count the number of times that I have gone Are you around, a puppy that I've gone around the sun. But no, I'm saying like I don't think of myself like that. I I'm like nah, I'm, you know how how old do I feel? I don't know, like yeah, 20 something yeah. like that's I don't look at myself outside from the wrinkles of course and, right. and the gray hair but you're just, you never or at least I haven't hit the point the where, I, where I look at myself and I go that's an old person no I I, I agree I think uh, I'm still I, dumb and still trying to figure things out 100 percent I'm 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 a kid I will stay a kid for a long time um but specific to the puppy I would okay. I would add that <laughs> They can't poop in the house. Okay. Well, uh, but a well-trained puppy, like, I've not had a problem with my dogs pooping outside. My point is if it's whatever. But I'm a good dog owner. Like, if two years comes and they are not housebroken, you still have to call them a puppy. Okay. Because you can't have a grown-up dog that's not housebroken. (laughs) That's still a puppy. Hmm. Now, why is it called housebroken when, in fact, they're the ones... Breaking the like, house? They would break the house if they're doing the, the poops and the peas Why inside the house. Called, that's a good question. Like they <sighs> broke the habit of going in the house? They've been broken, and now they behave. No, that's <laughs> like really a, what it is. Like a wild that's, horse? That's legitimately what it is. Is They have been broken oh, to no. the point of behaving in the house. But what if they just... Uh, but I don't want to break their spirit. I just want them to understand that I mean, this what is happens, our house. I think we don't what poop happens, in here. What happens to a horse? Are the horse's spirits broken and they're sad horses now? Yeah, wild ones. Yeah. No, they just they they've figured out who's boss, man. Is it, <laughs> yeah, the it's spur, like uh, the Spurs taught him. Yeah, I mean it's like a, a new pair of shoes. You you know you're breaking them in. You teaching them who's boss. Those then, are shoes. Those are not. It's not a living thing. Pretty you're close, like breaking man. In pretty your close. Shoes? That's you, different. Yeah, no, you know it's, uh, this what? is a precious animal. Dude, you're, my shoes are really nice. Well, so. I mean, look, that's more like breaking in a cow. Can you housebreak a cow? If they're leather shoes, you can. Mm, I see what you're saying. You, yeah. real, you really broke yep. that cow. Oh, oh right. my goodness. Okay, let, let's move on here. That We've settled it. Yeah, right. uh, Shampoo Fully from Patreon, our supporters, Always. over at jointhespit.com if you want to support the show. Uh, if you could turn any building, stadium, or man-made structure in the world into your home what would it be so you can convert any man-made okay build uh man-made structure or building or stadium okay i i had two things come to mind right off the bat first was the white house just because yeah that was the first one to pop you want to lick that claim that is your own it's the most famous house in the world i want to live there 
Um, but I feel like that's too easy, too obvious. Sure. Is so Disneyland an answer? <laughs> uh, you could say like the castle. The castle in Disneyland. Yeah, because it's got to be the man-made structure. I, I thought... It's a lot of noise. Of, it is. Well, not when it's your house. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Employees only, because you, you need to operate my rides. Um, but I was I was thinking cruise ship. If that was a house, hmm. you've, got, you've got everything you need. You've got kitchen. You've got uh, entertainment. Um, that's, a, that's a big maintenance fee. It, it, to run your home. It is very it's, large. Millions of dollars a month. That's probably true, <laughs> but uh, I would I would enjoy it for are as you long still as putting, I can afford it. Are you still selling tickets to it, or is this just you and the staff? No, no, no. That's my home. That's my home. You um, will need a go-kart to get around your cruise ship. <laughs> I get to have a go-kart to yeah. go around my house, I think is the better way to word that. Is there any nas- like national monument style... You know, or even like Wonders of the World where you would want them converted to a house. Like, would you want to live in the Eiffel Tower, for example? Or is there things like that that, that fit the bill? I was thinking about it because I've always like romanticized the uh, living in the big city, but you're, you know, you're in the, uh, uh, what's the high rise? Yeah. But, uh, I can't think of the word. Penthouse? The penthouse. Like yeah. you're up at the top. You've got this incredible view. You still have a lot of space because you're in the penthouse. But... You still live at the very top of a building, like getting things to that to that space, like going. I know if you live in a penthouse, you're not doing your yeah, own you, grocery shopping. I understand that. Nor but, are you taking the stairs. Yeah, but it still is like to get like you're you, we've all done the rush home. Like, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to go to the bathroom. And it's like as you're running in your door, the you, the belt is getting loosened because you're prepared. That is now parking and riding an elevator up. 40 50 uh, stories like that's all part of it i'm saying there, no, there is true. definitely an inconvenience Unless that, that comes with li- <laughs> sure you, you could do a tropper dropper <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so what you're telling me is you need an elevator bathroom well yeah you would have to you'd have to have a small place to go but just there's inconveniences because i also thought of like like the washington monument you're like i live it's i live there <laughs> Right, <laughs> that would be a pretty what, pretty. Cool no one Trump lives at story. the Taj Mahal, right? Like that would be a pretty right. cool place. That to would live. be awesome. What yeah, about the, but then you just live with the dead lady. What about the pyramids? Like I realize it doesn't Ooh. have the best lighting. Ooh. Doesn't have the best lighting, but if that was you your could home, put a, you could get a skylight in there. Yeah, I mean, it's converted to. I your think home, that would yeah. be very difficult. <laughs> like maybe LEDs, but a skylight in the pyramid. That's never tough. heard of a drill. You got a drill. <laughs> um, I've always when you see the pyramids in pictures, they look amazing. Then you see them from the other side, and they are so close to like they're right there. They're so close to. Have you been there, Mike? No, no. I but I'm saying like I know the pictures you're talking about where they yeah they're people living right next to them. Society is right next to the pyramids. It's, no, it's I've wild. seen movies. They're in the middle of nowhere. I'm <laughs> right, pretty sure right. I'm right. Okay, I mean this is a, a stadium question comes up again. I mean a stadium's a lot of space, but yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think I'd want to live in a stadium. Yeah, yeah, there's not enough that you get out of that other than having like a field to go, you know, you got how a sports court at home. How big is too big? I don't know that there's like a for, a, for a mansion. How big is too big for a mansion to where it is too not looking at expenses, literally looking at square footage to get someplace like you've got to go from this room to that room. I would not want more than 100,000 square feet. <laughs> That's too much for me. That's my limit. Let's and say you had to walk. You have to walk. You cannot scooter, go-kart. You can't segue. No rollerblades. You got to walk. How big do you want it to be? 100,000 square feet. Okay. All right. I'm get Mike, my steps you, in. Would you hit a limit, Mike? Certainly. If you have to walk everywhere, I mean. Like a mall. Do you want to live in a mall? No. I mean. And every one of the shops in the mall is a different room of your house. I mean, that would be pretty cool. Jason's like, yes. I mean, look, you're not saying anything bad so far. <laughs> I mean, we've all watched Dawn of the Dead, and they're all, I know it's zombie stuff, but they live in the mall, and you're like, oh, that, that seems like that might be kind of cool. Maybe replace uh, a couple of the escalators with some slides. Oh, yeah, of that course. Would, that would be great. You, we wouldn't have to do laundry for a long time. Plenty <laughs> of clothes there. Okay. You guys, uh, you want to draft? Let's go. Spitwads, it's a new year, and uh, you got your goals, and at the top of your list, 
might be learning a new language. I know my wife literally just talked to me about she wanted to learn a new language. She's like, what, what, is, that, what is that software you use? It's Babbel. Babbel is what we use. There's a reason why there are more than 10 million subscribers. It's what my wife is using to learn Spanish now because the whole process, it's addictively fun. It's fast. It's easy. Babbel's teaching you in bite-sized lessons for real world use. It's not just like learn this the way high school classes teach it. There's 15 minute lessons. They're made by actual lesson planners, language experts, not just AI pooping out some uh, manufactured lesson plan. Uh, these methods have been scientifically proven to be effective, and their speech rec recognition technology actually helps you improve your pronunciation, your accent, the way that you say it. It comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee, and there's a bunch of ways to learn podcasts, games, videos, stories, even live classes. So right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use the promo code BALLERS. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, promo code BALLERS. Babbel, it's language for life. <laughs> The Spitballers Draft. All right, we are drafting Daredevil activities. I have the 101. There are a number of things that I think are worthy of top picks in this draft, but I have to go with both the one that I think is synonymous with Daredevil activities and the one I would actually do if I didn't have a family. Which, it's again, that... it's not crazy risky even with a family. I'm not saying that it's like a 50-50 shot out there, but... Right. Um, too afraid to do it with young kids, but it's skydiving. Sure. It's skydiving. Yeah, I think it would be exhilarating. Mike, I know you've done it. Jason, you were saying that that that's the one you were thinking I, about? I, I knew that that, as soon as you said, like, the you know, it's the one-on-one that you would actually do. I mean, parachuting, skydiving, that is, that's, it's amazing. Um, And I think that that would be one. I would, there would be a parachute involved in my skydiving, for sure. <laughs> yes. Um, There would, there probably would, a few. That would be one that I would be willing to do. Like I, 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 right. I see the appeal of it. I think it is pretty cool. I doubt I ever go out of my way to go skydiving because I'm busy and I don't care enough. So I, I'll bet I die without having skydove. Oh, um, mm. but That's sad for you. But I, I could see myself doing it. So if someone wants to bring me skydiving, feel free. All right. So that means that Mike is up next. All with right. His pick. Uh, mine is. It's pretty similar to the skydiving. Uh, but I think you, this is more of the feeling of the flying. I, I don't know the real name, but I always call it the squirrel suit. Uh, so you, which, you know, you have the, the flight suit, the wing suit, the wing whatever. Suit. It's the a wing, wing, is wing suit base jumping. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 exactly. Where you, where you jump, but then you get to fly just so fast and so far. That thing's crazy. And the, and the people, when you watch the videos of like professionals doing it and they're doing just... They're skimming the earth, basically? Yeah. Well, they're going in like real tight squeezes in between two giant rocks where you're like, it wasn't dangerous enough already that I'm jumping off of you a You know cliff. what videos you didn't see? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've, I've, I've read the history of like the development of, the, of these the suits. Suit? And it was like, the death rate is outrageous. I think that they've kind of per, not perfected, but it's a lot safer More now predictable. than it was. But th that to me is like the, that's the ultimate thrill that for me because I've always because you're actually flying. Yes, exactly. Yeah, one you're, the, you're not falling. You're flying. One of the things about the base jumpers, like when you see videos, because there's lots of videos of people doing it, is there's always the part of the jump where they reach their hand back and pull the right. cord for the parachute. Mm -hmm. But it, it does seem like that's a really important pull because it's a, it's a low jump, right? So you, yep. if you miss, like if you reach back, your, your margin of error is very small. You better grab that thing. I also worry, like I, I love that. That's on my list, but I would not have drafted it because I worry that my weight would not work with a wingsuit. It would work, Jace. You physics. go anviling. He goes anviling. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Those, Looking like uh, Wiley Coyote. Probably not a big enough <laughs> wing there. There has to be some level of weight where the wing does not hold it up. No. They put him in a bubble, in a bubble filled Jay, with helium. You've seen gigantic 
jet airplanes. Yeah, but they're not just falling to the air, falling to the ground and then barely skimming on. Look, bombers are still planes, man. <laughs> All right, I am up. Um, I, this is, I was really worried when you talked about the feeling of flight and oh. because I thought you were going to take what would have been my number one pick. This is something I expect I will do before. Really? Oh, I know I what you're die. doing, too. Well, is this the thing we were looking at? It was the thing ah, we were looking okay. at, and I just now realized it is very expensive. Very. But you can book it now. You can actually just commercially go online and book it, and I'm talking about a zero-G flight. The, oh, wait. The oh. Vom the vomit comet, as oh, you're other people go, call it. You're saying where they take you up, they, they take you so fast that you become weightless like you're on yes. outer space. Yes, exactly. So the, they they have this uh, reconfigured 747 plane that goes up to a certain level and then basically drops and does all these crazy uh, maneuvers that inside you are weightless. You have the experience of being in outer space and they actually do it a couple different ways where you have the f feeling of being in outer space, the feeling of being on moon's gravity and feeling of being on Mars gravity. So it's like, really really fascinating cool what's, i would what's love it set to you back that. what's it set you back one ticket right now is eighty three hundred dollars wow it's for a five-hour flight and you get 15 drop skis oh really a that's what hour? they call it at least it's a not one ski? single fly flight that's interesting yeah, you get a couple and you get another pick oh well look at me back on the clock i'm guessing they make you prepay for that one um, yeah <laughs> yeah i would i would guess so um it, here's one that I find absolutely fascinating. This is, this would be epic, awesome, terrifying, but I can't imagine that there would be any larger thrill in the world, including jumping out of a plane, than experiencing the full, true force of Mother Nature. And I'm talking about storm chasing. Oh, it's on my list. Storm it chasing. It's on my list. You know, just go watch a documentary Twister <laughs> and you can understand what these people live through. True, very true to life, yes. Debris. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine going yeah, out. Yeah, I'm in on this. I want to do it. I, I, I do too, but I'm too afraid. Like, I would. It's just the funny part of storm chasing to me is that you aren't. It just seems like you're in the like a micro machine compared to this storm, right? You you're in like a pickup yep. truck chasing the storm. You're not fast enough to do anything. If that thing turns your way, you're not yep. driving away from a storm. One hundred percent. You 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 are at the mercy of Mother Nature here, and you're unlike everyone else who is going underground into safety you're staying above ground and saying let's go at it they should call it storm standing because you just go find a storm and stand there well i mean oh, you're not getting away it does seem amazing to watch just i can't even fathom the breathtaking nature of the force of what you would be witnessing in front of you and yep. I, I don't can ever I, want to could i uh is it possible like would you is it worthwhile wearing a parachute during that event? No, you're going to get sucked up into the... I, th I think that the biggest problem is not necessarily the throw. It's all the crap that's inside the tornado. No, yeah, I'm, I'm not... Jason thinks I'm saying to have the parachute open as the storm hits. No, I'm saying the <laughs> storm throws you and then you parachute down. It's, I don't think it's going to get yeah, you high enough. Yeah, it won't work. Also, this Mike, to speak to the shrapnel, um, <laughs> a lot of people think that that is the most oh, dangerous that part. Not? Well, if you watch the documentary Twister, Twister, okay, they were able to successfully just stay inside as as they got all the way to the middle of the. They held on. Do you, you remember when, the they, end of this? when they built themselves to the plumbing because yes. they realized this plumbing is so old that it has to be very deep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so and very somehow secure. they were able to go all the way through the tornado to the eye of the without storm? ever having shrapnel hit them. That's true. So it's a it low shrapnel done. area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you stay low, you're safe. Uh -huh, yeah, uh -huh. I'm going to say the shrapnel will kill you. <laughs> All right, Mike, you are up. Uh, oh, is that how we're going? Okay. Um, Wait, is that wrong? No, no, no. You are you are right. You are correct. Okay. You are correct. Oh, I, we're doing it like yeah. we always do now? Yeah, that's right. I'm thrown off by the seating over here, man. Yeah. It's playing with my head. All right, for my second pick, so I got the squirrel suit. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with another uh, 
another force of nature here. I thought you might be going here, because Storm Chasing's great. It's on my list. I'm going with big wave surfing. Oh, it's on my list. Watching what those people do on those waves that are 75, 100 feet up into the air, and then they it's just them on a on a board of wood or whatever the graphite. I don't know what they make a surfboard out of. It's just them knowing that you're either getting the largest thrill of a lifetime or you are getting death. Because if you fall, yeah, you're not making it. If through you those. fall, you're done. You are. It's it's over. Pretty but close to. So it is yeah. just. It is absolutely insane watching with, with the skill of these people able to do it, the courage to do it. It looks so awesome. There are two things while researching for this that when I just watch the thing happening, my heart stops. I can't, <laughs> my, I can't breathe. I am overwhelmed in my chair by looking at what these human beings are doing and you see the little speck of a human yes. in between this mountain of a wave there is oh a oh my goodness if you want a great documentary on big wave surfing there's a there's a netflix one out that came out this Ooh. year 100 100 foot wave okay and if you if you watch it it's it's it basically shows the pioneering of it and how they they established the fact you could you know get on jet skis and go right. tow people out and that changed the game in these different places in the world. There's only a handful of places where these waves develop that are big enough to be drawn out there so that you can maybe die. That's crazy. So two great documentaries here on um, Net Twister, Twister and uh, and a hundred foot I mean, wave. I've been in the ocean and I've been hit by a two foot wave. It can knock you under. It hurts. It, it hurts, and it can, can knock you on your butt and hold you underwater. I I can't I have, even imagine. I have certainly been in waves <laughs> where I fell, and then I tried to get back yeah, up, and, and the next can't. wave is a little bit bigger, and so it's a little tough. <laughs> that, that's, They're little baby I waves. I still don't understand how I never see the end of the wave. What? How? What does this come to at the end? Like, does it just bring you all the way to shore, and it like dies? Because I, I don't know. I don't know. All right, my next pick might be the other one you're talking about, but and there are a couple of unbelievable documentaries on it. I think I finally get it because I've seen them uh, recently. I, f I think I get why people do it because it seems insane to begin with, but it is free soloing. Yep. It is climbing a mountain without ropes or cables, without security, where every bit of your being has to be focused on the next grip and the next climb. And it's ridiculous. Um, your chance of death is certainty. It's just when it's not even right. like will it's just like what point in your life do you finally die from this? But free solo climbing seems like if there's a way, I think the reason adrenaline junkies do what they do in general is because of this factor, the factor, you know, your wingsuiting, you have to be perfect. If you are climbing a mountain without cables, you have to be, it, it puts your body one with nature. Well, not just one with nature. I feel like, the yeah, one with nature's camping. Well, <laughs> you you do this once and you survive. Like nothing else in your life. Everything right. else is now the most boring thing that could happen because yes. you have climbed the face of a mountain and knowing that if your hand slips, you're it's over. Like it, it the game is done. You have lost. I it, so don't don't do it. Don't do it because the rest of your life is going to suck. Yeah, and and unlike big wave surfing and the wingsuiting, which both of those, uh, both of those are, you make a mistake and you you can die. Uh, you make a mistake and you do die. Right. Uh, and they both take athleticism, obviously, but it's not entirely on you. You know what I mean? Like you've got the wingsuit doing the work. You can't just fly on your own. You got a surfboard. You're on free soloing. This is you. Yes. This is your hand, your arm, your muscles. If you get tired, oh, sorry, you're dead. Uh, it's it's insane. Wild. All right, what's your next pick, Andy? I'm going to go with swimming with sharks. Oh, uh, yes. With swimming with sharks. Uh, you get to be right in the face of nature greater than you, and um, this is one that I would do. Yeah. I would, I would, what? I would do this one, too. Wait, and I, swimming and I mean both cage? Yeah, the, the cage. You're talking about in the cage, right? Yeah, I, in the cage, if it's like great whites yeah. or something like that, and and I would do oh, maybe not awesome. the cage. I do not the cage with some some 
Not great whites, Not great probably. Whites. <laughs> but with other sharks, if I was with like a trusted guide that took you out there or something, right? Like, that seems uh, pretty amazing. Not, oh, I'm I'm uh, with it, man. The 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 cage getting to be face to face with a great white shark that would be incredible. I would I would act I would ask to, to meet the guy who made the cage beforehand. I'd say, could I have a small interview with the man who well, made? We we how can't long have you been you. welding? How long have you been <laughs> welding, sir? We we can't introduce you because he oh, was no. eaten by a shark. <laughs> oh no! Give me another cage. Maybe a cage within a cage. Have they tried that? Oh, good but, one. Uh, how about a no. TV screen and I can watch them up close? <laughs> no. I I don't think I could do that. I literally think I would have a panic attack. In the I I would die of a heart attack safe from the sharks. We'll put you in a cage for some spiders. I would die of a heart attack. Safe and they get the they get in really easily. I would. <laughs> I'm about to die of a heart attack from you talking about spiders. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. It's back to Mike. I, ha- I took skydiving, free solo climbing, and swimming with sharks. Mike has wingsuit flying and big wave surfing. Jason has zero G flight and storm chasing. And you'll see a theme here continuing of my uh, just little wave surfing. <laughs> no, my, my desire of, of flight. And it seems like I think that this was like really popular for a time and has since kind of faded away. You guys remember wing walking? Oh yeah, no. where you where, stand on where like, like the, the old planes. They're in the old prop planes, and like people would just get out so they could stand on the top of the plane. <laughs> that feels like 1940s. It or does, and yet when you think about it, that's some of the craziest crap of all time. You're like, how do I make? I'm not getting enough of rush from this plane. I know I will stand on top of it. Is that because yeah, we don't have biplanes everywhere? It yes, could that's why, because that's the only wing walking uh, that exists is on those like propeller. Because the other the new planes go too fast, probably. Yes. Go too fast and also aren't open. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's part of the help here is that you're already exposed. Most planes you're in a cockpit where I don't know. There's a ceiling yeah. and walls and right. comfy but, pressurized system. This but is, imagine that feeling. Like yeah. that is because if you're when you're standing on it, I imagine you're not really seeing the plane below you. And you could just look forward and pretend like you are actually flying. Well, that plane right. would be I, dropping I, refuse below as well. <laughs> that, <laughs> it, would, it would be mine. Oh, Jason, you get to close out your draft. Two picks. All right. Two picks here. Um, okay. There's there's a couple here that I like. Um, I'm going to go with one somewhat similar to that, Mike. Not nearly as stupid uh, okay. to, to do. But this is another one I... I think I would do. I think I would do this, and it, because it's not that dangerous. Um, it's just I. I know what you're going to pick, but you're just like the thing that's at risk is your, uh, your pride, and covering yourself in a in a bodily function. Maybe I'm. I'm just talking about paragliding. Oh no! Just literally like hang gliding. Wait, you no, wait, wait, wait. So those are separate things, right? There's paragliding hang- is when you're pulled by the boat. Yeah, that's parasailing. No, that, parasailing. Yeah. And then Wait, you went hang gliding. Is there a with, paragliding and hang gliding? Yeah, hang gliding is when you are jumping off of a mountain with one of those big hang gliders. And you have the triangle. Parasailing is when you're pulled by a boat with a parachute. Yeah, I didn't say parasailing. I so said paragliding. So what? what I don't know par- if that exists because that would be a parachute. <laughs> the main difference between these two sports, paragliding and parasailing, is that paragliders are not attached to a vehicle. Okay, so... So par- you're just like jumping off a... That no, means you're in a pair. You, you mean hang gliding, though. I, I think. do mean hang gliding. Oh, okay. Okay. Is, that's All right, where we, I am. We did it, everybody. I jumped off a mountain and I'm gliding down. Hang gliding is on my list. Yeah. That, Unfortunately, that... you selected paragliding and we're moving on. <laughs> okay. So that's my first one here. Um, and then my, my last one is one that I don't think I would do. I have already this week made fun of those who do this. Roller skating. Because it is pure it's it's a weird thing it's pure insanity that human beings like we do some dumb things we just decide i want to do this stupid (laughs) stupid thing and we're even more stupider because we're like well why are why are we doing this this year like well because we did it last year and we did it the year before Uh that so we're uh gonna keep uh doing it and not only is it stupid to do but let's Let's have this be a fun ticketed mass event. Let's have it be a global sensation, hugely popular. I'm talking about the running of the bulls. 
You go oh. ahead and run down the streets chased by bulls. That seems so dumb. Why would you do this? Why do human beings make it an event where you say, hey, hey, hey check this out. I'm going to have a bunch of bulls chase you down the street. Oh, awesome. Can I bring my friends? Heck yeah, man. Anyone. You're all welcome. They could kill so many of you. Wow, um, that yeah. is so stupid. Yeah, the running of the bulls, I find that. Why don't we do that with other animals? There's no reason. And if we yeah, did, running keep... with the lions, go <laughs> the, the great bear chase each year. Yeah, it's like, is there a line of just you know percentage <laughs> chance of being mauled to death? Well, I think that... Wow, the, the bull isn't trying to eat you. That's true. So if, as long if it's a dangerous animal, not trying to okay, eat you. Okay, so it just stampede is fine. Like running of the elephants. Oh, that would be terrifying! <laughs> oh my goodness! I bet you'd watch it on pay per view. Oh. I don't think I would, Andy. I think you're going to see some bad things yeah. happen. You will see some people no longer with <sighs> us. Washed. Um, okay. Swimming with the hippos. You never, you wouldn't do that oh, one? Oh, gosh. No, they're trying to eat you. Yeah, they are, they are monsters. Mean. My right. final pick for you. All right, my final pick. This one seems to f have fallen out of fashion. It burned real bright uh, in the 90s. It was synonymous with extreme and synonymous with extreme games. Uh, it's all about speed. I'm talking about the street luge. Oh, yeah. My friends, where uh, if you're not familiar with the street luge because you didn't grow up in the 90s, think about you lay down on a board that has wheels, and then you just go down a mountain <laughs> as fast as you possibly can. They're very steep. They are not <laughs> casual hills. No, it's a mountain, and you're just laying down. You know what's funny is we're going to get to the point where we can develop uh, – VR technology that's so real sure. that it will feel like you're doing these things and that will never make one person that likes doing these do them because it's not the feeling it's the fear well, yeah there's no risk if there's yeah if it's VR yeah so um so the street loose I will close it out with what I thought would be an, an easy pick along the way um Bungee jumping. I mean, bungee yeah. jumping is the synonymous daredevil activity. It's accessible to so many um, I don't know if you've ever seen the funny videos where somebody's bungee jumping and then right when they jump, their friends are going, wait, 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 oh, wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. I've, I've seen ones where they like throw a cut cable. Yes. Over yes. them. <laughs> it's just, that is, that is mean. So I will go with bungee jumping right. uh, oh. to round out my top four. I do have some other uh, quick considerations out there. Oh yeah. Let's, let's have the, the uh, waiver wire. Wonders here. Uh, the high wire uh, tightrope walking was one mm -hmm, of them. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also had the, uh, the the ice climbing. I don't know if that's different, but climbing ice seems trepidatious. Seems stupider than a mountain. Right, because it can fall apart. So did you guys have any uh, scuba I, diving? I, I don't know if scuba diving is a daredevil activity. There you know? are, they're like, I would count like, uh, I don't know what you call it, like cave. Deep sea diving or caving? Like yeah. cave, when, when you go... Uh, scuba diving in a cave it's very dangerous yeah that's, or the uh that's the, when, lunking there's also um lunking we got yes. there there's also the thing where you like dive down to to boats but like no scuba gear so you're just like oh where they just try and go as deep as they possibly can yeah, that's scary. oh that's called drowning yeah that's fun yeah. no no but there's I've, where they like they hold on to a weight because that's so they can go down as fast as they possibly can. That's yeah, called drowning. <laughs> um, the ones I had it's on my sea list: sleeping, Formula yeah. One driving. Oh yeah, okay. um, that would be gnarly. Cliff camping, kite surfing. Oh, kite surfing looks awesome. It does look awesome. I knew yeah. uh, a VC that was an avid kite surfer in San was? Francisco. I don't know. He, he might still be. Yeah. I mean, but this is a dangerous sport. Um, and then the other one that I said took my breath away. I can't watch it. The same as your big big wave surfing is speed skiing. I don't know if you guys have ever seen. I hadn't seen this until this week. Speed skiing is it's it's this insane like straight down ski slope. These human beings are going like two hundred and fifty miles an hour on skis. But why? <laughs> I don't know, but I got into this crate. I can't. When I see the angle from behind, I envision myself there, and I think I could never attempt. I could never, ever, ever attempt to go down something that steep. I can't handle like a bunny hill. Yeah, me either. <laughs> All right, well, let's figure out what we learned.
What did we learn today? I learned that David Arquette bought the rights to Bozo the Clown. I mean, that's amazing. I was going to say, I learned we don't really need clowns anymore. We've, we've, we're done. And I've learned, we've already known it, just that we humans do really stupid things. Yeah, they do. What about clowns out walking on the wings of airplanes? I think that might be the next big thing. I think that might have happened. Hmm. Like a, almost similar to a rodeo clown, like a clown at the air show. Doing Ro- some wing walking. clowns are cool. There we go. We found we found a good, acceptable clown. If you're going to be a okay. clown, go oh, rodeo. from the bulls. That's yeah, going to that do fits. it for today's episode of the Spitballers Podcast. Make sure you tell a friend about the show. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Spitballers Podcast. To see what other nonsense the guys are up to, check out spitballerspod.com. <laughs> what a gas that episode was. <laughs> My you- face hurts oh, from smiling. So good. Do you remember when this episode started and we were talking about like, Joining the spit yeah, like join the spit.com 60 minutes ago yeah, something and, like and, that. and I remember when I was listening I was like oh I got to remember to do that mm-hmm. I got to remember to go to join the spit.com I want to support the show I want to get the episodes early this is really for me yeah so I'm gonna go right now to join the spit.com and 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 who knows maybe I'll maybe I'll see you there <laughs>